Hey guys, welcome to the MDC Talks. We are the Motion Dance Collective and we promote the creation, education and presentation of dance on film practice. Today, we are doing a review, a critique of Quimera, which was created with the MDC alongside Neos Gil Cortez, who is with us here today. Hello. Thank you so much for coming. Um, and we're just going to watch the film. We're going to talk through and um, try and recall some of these beautiful memories <laughs> that have come from making this work. So. I will press play and uh, let's get it going on. Let's see if it all plays nicely. We need to move a bit closer, right? And we're in. When's the last time you watched this, news? Oof, I think it's been some, some months already. James's opening shot is, is just so, when, when I think this is the first cut that I, like the first shot that I watched. I think it was the first one that popped up on the list of everything and literally having this long take as a beginning I was like oh my god I can just sit back and just let that run because it's like you don't you don't really want to cut into it it's so buff mm -hmm. yeah it was really well made and I, I really like the contrast between the the slowness of the camera mm -hmm. and of her walk and the the frantic and, and the really uh, speedy movement of everybody else I think it works really well yeah, we, we, had, uh, we had quite a few takes of this, I yeah. remember. This was like maybe six or seven takes. Yeah. But I think it's intricate as well. Yeah. I think that's what the, you know, takes I it. I think this changeover was uh, the part for me that was kind of most important, was like mm. we were panning round uh, behind them and getting that switch over of when we came back and mm -hmm. started pushing in on Chimera. I think that was... Um, quite a tough decision and it took us a little while to tune that in because mm -hmm. um, obviously the timing of getting to her here when she sat down had to be quite precise mm -hmm. and I couldn't there was obviously dancers in the way as well so <laughs> we <laughs> tried <laughs> to not hit you but um, yeah it's definitely you have to be much more aware when you're mm. dancing with there was a reason why we couldn't hold this for longer because I remember being like oh if we only could have had a couple more seconds yeah. just to come out a little bit more I think we saw like some stuff in maybe some gear I in think. the back or there was some oh, check yeah, there, there was, was something the but it's those those little problems as I well I think it's that. also because we were running autofocus for that ah oh, yeah so it kept so switching it, in and out uh, of autofocus yeah and there was one tiny little pull mm. in that shot already that was a little off but it was like the best of a a bad situation really right. because you know no first AC but it's yeah. so funny like even how it you know it changes the pace and the feel of I the end of that show. scene this is beautiful that window yeah. one the, yeah her mm. at the window that that uh, looks really great. In all of this, the lighting is insane. Yeah. It's just in the right spots. Like, look how the walls just backlit there, and then she's got this light just hitting her hard on the right. Well, it did take us a, a few hours oh, wow. to light that. <laughs> it took us a few hours yeah. to color. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when we were, when we got into this space, this room, <coughs> sorry, this room was full of stuff, oh, wasn't God, it? Oh God, yeah. We had to because we had was, to empty this whole room. Yeah, it was a favor from a neighbor. So, oh. yeah, right. <laughs> so um, we wanted to, to get quite a specific atmosphere, so we actually transported a wall, which you can um, see <laughs> later on. Um, so we kind of like had to make the room into what we imagine would be her house, because oh. she's quite a, um, to start with, she's quite a strict and formal um, mm. character, mm -hmm. so it had to all fit that. with that yeah she's she's so good it, mm. it was such a pleasure work 
to work with her. You know what it is, is that you can't fix a bad performance. Mm. And so when you've got such great performers on screen, you don't really need to, you just need to help carry that journey. Yeah. You know, I'm not cutting to fix something that went wrong with the performance. I'm just cutting to make sure so I honor what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, this wall. That's the wall. <laughs> that's, that was a, that was a fake wall. The, the yellow, yellow wall. it's a fake wall. Really? Yeah. That I Nick and I transported walking from my house. What? Yeah. I, I had no idea about that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And so this is the well, this was the book that the piece was based upon. Yeah, so it's uh, Don Quixote okay. uh, by Cervantes. And for me, it was important that even though the audience might not read the title, it mm. was important that it was Featured, that book that yeah. she was reading. Right. Reading. Yeah. And I love this moment that James went a little bit sooner than the action yes. to. Right anticipate a little bit what was going to happen. That was not intentional. What was not? Me getting there sooner. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, <laughs> a, it was a happy mistake on my part. I misjudged her movement. That's great. Well, we need to do that more. It, it just makes it, but, it's you know, really good. As, yeah. long as, you, as long as you make the mistake with confidence, it can, exactly. it can make the cut. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, it's foregrounding, isn't it? Yeah. It's such a time. Foreshadowing, For, foreshadowing sorry. Oh my god, I was so scared for her doing this. <laughs> I think she, did she have She's a bad back injured. she was Yeah, doing? she was injured in her neck. Oh yeah. Oh. And this moment, that's a moment, for instance, that you only get in the film because it's so intense that she's um, looking directly into the camera. And mm. of course, as a, in a performance, you cannot mm. get that. And I also like the, the rhythm of its editing, that it really... It gets faster. So yeah, this is such a joyful scene. The music really enhances it, but it's such... I think the whole thing is actually... I don't think there's any, like, particularly sad moments. It's all very quirky, but <laughs> it's just got so much joy in it, I think. Yeah. Oh, and this was funny. We had to play something for her. Like, uh, <laughs> right, like a really kind what of... What stuff are you playing? It was kind of the 80s or 90s music. Okay. I don't really remember, but it was, you know, for her to get into the mood of just going for it and having a crazy little dance. I enjoyed editing this so much. I think this is one of my favorite scenes to shoot. Really? Actually. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's insane. For me, it was hard because um, it has to show progression and it has to show repetition and boredom and time passing mm. but of course um, in, a, in a film you have very little time to show that oh. so it was finding that balance yeah. and this um, this scene was so much fun to make I mean I, I want to ask you specifically about this scene because I, I, for me this was the first one that we shot yeah. right? um, and we kind of got there and, and um, I'd seen the movement, but we hadn't really talked about how we were going to put the movement in this space. Mm. And I'm pretty sure the first thing I said was, this should be a wanna. This should be a? A wanna, like one take, oh, where yeah, we yeah. move sure. through the and whole thing. And then I'm going to be like, oh no. Yeah, and I kind of had to sell you on the idea. I mean, what was that, what was that like process of? Yeah, no, for sure. In my head, uh, we were going to be able to, to stop and start. And obviously, you're the expert. So it, it does make a lot of sense to do it as a as a one-off thing, but it meant that the dancers had to run yeah. 
Um, yeah, it was quite a logistical challenge. Yeah, and then this is a public, well, relatively public space, so we also had to ask really kindly for people to to not pass. Yeah. I think In we fact, still we even see there's a guy. Yeah, exactly. Still catching there he is. Yeah. There he is. Ah, yeah, Just a little catching. We'll yeah. put an arrow on that for those who missed it. <laughs> but no, it's good to it's good to uh, rejoice in our <laughs> mishaps. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I mean that's that's probably quite a scary thing coming from um, like uh, kind of being thrown in with our first scene and then all of a sudden it's like we're going to do something quite radically different mm -hmm. than what you had in mind probably but it, but you it went did with make it. sense you went with it, it did make sense because it was her walking through a landscape so yeah. so i i did understand it even mm. though it meant <laughs> that we had to change it on the spot i remember the joy of finding that that moment of Daniel. Oh God, yeah. His face. When we were editing <laughs> it, we just, were, were laughing we were so much. We were like, yep, that has to be in. Yeah, he's great also here. Yeah. And this is another scene that is very different in the, in the film, the way it looks mm. than in the performance, because right. of course you have all this really crazy background, but at the same time it's really urban mm -hmm. and um, I think it just transforms a little bit the, the meaning of of what it is. Mm. Oh, and, and it was raining. Which it, it was raining a lot. It doesn't look like it's raining that it much yeah, here. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's raining as hard. But it as was hammering it down. <laughs> yeah. But if you look in the puddles, it, it, it definitely is something's happening there. Yeah. Do you think we could have enhanced that in grade? If we, we would need to. to backlight to highlight the rain. Right. We would have had to have actually lit the space. Okay. But it yeah, gives it an atmosphere. Well. Yeah, it yeah. definitely does, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because then you just suddenly notice it. Daniel's so ca captivating that you don't even <laughs> you don't even see the puddle. <laughs> yeah, but actually the puddle is also um, very often used in, in, in films, isn't it? To, to use the reflection of it. So it was another happy accident, mm -hmm. probably. I love the staging of this scene. What what were the particular? What made you choose these three particular items? Were there was there a reasoning to um, the yeah. items that went into his map, mm. or did you have lots of different ones and try out? Um, I remember so you. yeah, I so so the this scene is a little bit um, her trying to fix his anger or his mm. desperation mm. by completely the wrong means. Mm -hmm. So one of them is is food, which is a little bit. Mm a metaphor of what we try to do sometimes with the, the problems in, you know, in, in countries that, that have um, famine and stuff like that. You know, the, the, the solution to it is not to give them food, but to provide them with a fair market and, and the possibility of, of actually making it themselves. The other one is a newspaper, so it's a, it's a news feeding fake news mm -hmm. um the other one is is plastic it's kind of like mm -hmm. the way we right. use the planet so all of them have a metaphor for right. me right yeah and then this oh, is funny we use we use the it's not there we used her entrance for a scene that we took out mm -hmm in order to transition um, from one transition to yeah which was one thing that i learned on the day that actually 
if she's traveling through, we need those those moments mm-hmm. of her entering a new space. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good that we could steal that moment yes. from another scene mm-hmm. anyway. Because <clears throat> I think we have her entering this scene, but from the back, don't we? Like an over the shoulder. Yeah. But it was better to contextualize it, a yeah. little bit of her looking before. Yeah, that was Yeah, that was like a serious, that was a proud moment of being able to join them together. Yeah, and go, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we can just take Genius. this, it's fine. Like, yeah. Um, for those of people who don't know, uh, Naos cut a scene, a whole scene, which is a, was a rope uh, circus duet. And so this scene, is it online now yeah, for people to see? So you can is, see that yeah. scene online. Um, but it takes a lot of bravery to to be able to chop up your work like that, and I think it was painful. It, yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. killing, <laughs> killing your babies. It really does. Yeah. But then it just goes to show that the filmic process is again never ending. When you get to the editing suite, you're only uh, still at the beginning, really, of of that journey. And to be able to go, let me choreograph again, because you do that in the chore. Oh, you do mm. that in the choreography suite. What happened there? Yeah. Looks like we and lost the page. Yeah, that that yeah. was that was very important also because that scene is it's really really beautiful mm-hmm. and it's really beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. But um, it just we felt that it didn't fit. I remember it was also mm-hmm. Anna, yeah, uh, kind of giving us the green light of like right. guys, you know, if it doesn't, it didn't quite belong there mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it was. And it was only in the context of the film. Mm. which is, is it was great to kind of go okay cool it doesn't right so let's just get rid of it and let's yeah. have a look at what it looks like gotten rid of and then if it's still uh if something if we need to put it back we can put it back but it's good to try yeah. and um be open to that uh so no it was it, it was all for the right, right reasons i think it really works as a piece now yeah it works as a film in itself yeah. Which is because if the wheel was cool. involved as well the german wheel mm. and other things like that then maybe the rope would have remember when you said there was a first idea of her walking, then the German would like go past, and there was lots of wheels, wheels, bicycle wheels, yeah, bicycle which, wheels, yeah, rolling. which happens in oh. the in the performance right. one, but um, it was in the in the what we call the surrealist collage, which right. is the okay. the traveling scene um, that right. we were talking about. Right. Uh, but it was going to be a logistical nightmare, yeah. also because the German wheel is a two-meter mm-hmm. diameter mm-hmm. monster. And uh, I don't think we would have got permission mm-hmm. to film <laughs> anywhere with it. Mm. But I mean, all of this, I mean, talking about cutting scenes and, and kind of messing Just around with the stage off. version, is, is uh, that, I think that's the, where having a standalone editor who isn't involved in the production part of it mm-hmm. is kind of invaluable because yeah. we you know if we're looking at the footage we have all of the baggage from the shoot right and you don't have any of right. that baggage so right. you can just look at exactly what's in front of you and and you get like a really clear sense of what the content is right whereas we might see it as the circumstances of the shoot and you'll have further baggage from the stage version as well for sure um so it's good to have someone who's kind of really objective about what the footage is that's mm-hmm. right that's right there mm-hmm. yeah and that's I think that's really key in terms of you know kind of a standalone editor who isn't putting multiple hats on. Right. Yeah. And do you want to talk about the coloring because we, <laughs> I, I requested that we used a, a coloring that was kind of similar to Wes Anderson style. Grand Budapest Hotel to, vibe. Mm. Yeah. And Delicatessen by Jean Pierre 
last Jeanette. minute. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Teamwork. <laughs> yes. Um, was was that hard to? to it was do the so coloring? much fun. I was like, yes, I've always wanted to color in that way. Like, dope. Um, yeah, it was so it was so much fun to um, be able to put those. It was like so many different tints of color, and then you'd go past. There's like an industry standard, right? Where you don't, I guess, where you want to make sure the skin is is on the line of the vector scope and everything's like kind of clean. But in some of these French uh, productions and, and Wes Anderson's work as well, you see him go past that on a color, uh, I don't know the right way to phrase it, but on a color scope or, or on a hue of the whole thing in general. So the skin would turn green and the skin would turn yeah. as red as the scene. And it was so much fun to be able to find a balance of that. Because mm. there were moments where we did keep the skin normal, but there was also moments where it was really green and it was really like um, um, reddish and warm, but then all the other colors were coming out. It was so much fun, mm. so much color, so much saturation. <laughs> yeah, and it's, <laughs> it quite, really cool. um, it's quite unusual and freeing to have license to do that as well, because right. obviously that's, it's quite a bold choice and it's a very stylistic choice and mm. not very many people are going to make that choice because not many people are going to have films that suit that style. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's not something that I've done before in, in grading. So it was kind of interesting to find where that limit was mm. because I remember what we did. Well, I did a first pass and then we, we spoke about it, didn't we? And we were mm. like, it's nice, but I don't think it's far enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was just like finding, okay, actually, yeah, we can push this a lot further than we, than we have, and then we yeah. pushed it a bit more, and then we were kind of like, yeah, it's kind of there, and then yeah. it's just really going. Yeah, past. and then going back and looking at films like Delicatessen and going, well, they really pushed yeah, it. Yeah, like it's really like, out. Oh, that maybe that's that's too much. Like maybe, and then it's like, oh my god, like this whole scene is green. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It, and it's really cool. It's um, so yeah, it was really nice to be able to do that, and I love those movies the look of mm. all of those types of films that, um, what is it? It's not like that teal and, um, no, it's, it's, it's not, not a teal and orange look thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know what, it's if like anyone knows what that word it's is. It's like burnt for me. Yeah. Mm. It's like the colors are saturated, but burnt at yeah. the same time. It's like right. a really strong right. Mediterranean light. Yeah. Mm. That right. is yellow and very. Yeah. I mean, intense. it's, it's, <coughs> it's kind of like they just, picked a colour and they let everything in that scene adopt that colour. Yeah. And just... Because right. normally when you're grading you would look for like cinema normally adopts colour contrast. Okay. Whereas this is like the opposite of colour contrast. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know, let's not have opposing things that complement and, and right. create uh, depth. Let's just let everything take one colour. Uh, um, mm -hmm. And, and, and it's just a really unusual way of working mm -hmm. so it was really fun. Yeah, and it helps suit the quirky. I have a question about this. Quirky. I keep saying quirky, and I hope it's. A, it's I, I love it. I know you love yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. Um, I feel. But where where did this quirky sensibility in your movement come from? Well, did it come from like your work with other people, like with Hofesh and all these different companies, or or did it come just from you and your where you you know where you've grown up? Um, and... Yeah, I think it's a combination of uh, personal taste. Mm. Um, um, an intention to be to, to grab a movement that is really really expressive mm. so for instance I, I take inspiration from cartoons right. uh, because okay, they have that. you have to understand their emotions really mm. quickly mm. and it's and it's done physically mm. um, like yeah. you know so yeah. Um, yeah so that 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 will of being really expressive and then um, 
also being really human. So um, I, for a while I was trying to understand what makes a movement look artificial mm. or uh, very stylized to the point that it's kind of removed mm. uh, and what makes it look human and relatable. And then I, I realized that it's a little bit like what Gaudi or mm. Gaudi mm -hmm. says that there are no straight lines in nature. So mm. um, asymmetries, broken lines, mm. broken axes right. are really uh, relatable because that's how we all are. We're all a bit crooked. We're mm. all a bit uh, kind of, right. you know, th there are no straight lines in our bodies either. Mm. So I'm mm. interested in, in that. That's so amazing because like you go to so many any class or technique classes and they encourage you to find lines to find these but it's good because it's good to learn how to be symmetrical i think yeah. you need to know how to be symmetrical in order to become asymmetrical for sure, for sure. and in a nice way you yeah. know like in a, in a way to construct it because um uh yeah i want what point am i trying to make is that in the the create when you're making work the ability to take from technique and 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 look more inside or outside on nature and what's real, what actually exists, um, is is what we need to return to. And it's so mm. mad to see that choreography yeah. like that, and be able to edit choreography like that, that didn't have like a clear, like, line and, you know, very straightforward. I had no idea where Daniel was gonna move. So how you filmed that, imagine if you were handheld on Daniel's scene, it would have been a whole different experience because it's just like, whoa, whoa, what's going? going on, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was, it was, it's really refreshing to see that movement quality because I love doing that sort of movement in my work as well. Mm. But it, that comes from breaking away from technique yeah. and breaking away from things that I've learned and kind of looking at, well, how am I as a human? I'm not symmetrical at all. Yeah. My brain and doesn't it, work that way in, in, all the time. You know, so. Yeah, but it's true that it starts from technique in right. order to, to, to break mm. it. Mm. Um, and then this story lends itself also very mm. much to it because, and again, it's um, going back to the color palette, it's about her craziness, it's about mm. the fantasy world that mm. she's in and that she's leading us through. So we're seeing the world as she sees it. So mm. there's a certain craziness in the, in the, in the coloring scheme, in the movement, mm -hmm. in, the, in the scenes themselves. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And this combination of, of, of humor and a metaphor of something um, bigger and something that is also quite deep and important, mm. but that is seen through the eyes of a mm. of a crazy person. Mm. It's like the the Joker in the medieval courts. Right. They were the ones right. that were able to talk about the the real problems, like the stand-up comics that we have yeah. now in the exactly. world. They're able to actually yeah. voice and speak, like you know, speak the truth, you know, unfiltered. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> all right Dave. look here's what i think i should do i just saw anna outside i think we should take a quick break come back and talk about this transition from stage to screen definitely yeah what do you think um guys thank you for joining us we're going to take a quick break check us out on the second video where we're going to be talking about the transition of making work from stage and taking it into the screen space this is mdc talks